And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She recently became a full-time podcast producer after discovering her love of audio storytelling and also not having older relatives know what the hell it is she does for a living. It's Renee Colvert. And he's a comedian and author of the David Huntsberger Daily Outfit Almanac, the essential guide to David Huntsberger historic and forecasted daily outfits. It's David Huntsberger. Tone Zone is here to announce that on the heels of Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter, he is putting financing together to purchase a competing service, the Walls of Public Restrooms. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, do we begin to dance again? Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little chocolate-dipped Madelines. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon! By West Anthony. Oh my God, so much stuff to get into on this episode. My husband, who did the intro, his voice was pretty rough. And you might be thinking, uh-oh, is he sick? We won't know for a few days uh, because we went to Disneyland yesterday and we were around Ooh. so many people. So we'll be testing in a few days. Um, I mean, outside, we wore masks when we were inside. We were like the very few people who wore them inside. And to be perfectly honest, there were times where I'm like, it's just too hot to keep this on all the time. But spiritually, I was wearing it inside. <laughs> but there were, a, there were a few times where I'm like, I'm not being super safe about this. I did not want to start the show that way. Um, but really, really, actually, what I intended to say was, if his voice sounds rough, he's not sick. It's because we were at Disneyland yesterday and we were yelling because it is so loud there. This is not how I wanted to start the show. <laughs> That's, and the that's way I'm kind of the going to, yeah, I know the way I'm going to start the show is also not how I want to start the show. Eventually, I feel like when I settle into like year 15 of hosting the podcast, I'll figure out how it is I want to start the show. Anyway, I'm on Patreon. So Patreon. much fun stuff. You can get bonus episodes of the Friend Zone. I tomorrow will be sitting down with Betsy Sidaro, asking her your questions. Uh, she is someone that lots of people have been wanting me to do a bonus episode with. So I'm very excited to get to the bottom of Betsy. Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, you can see the video of this episode. I'm wearing far less makeup than normal. So if that sounds appealing, that would be flattering to me if that sounds appealing. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's a level where you can text me. I'll text you back. All sorts of fun stuff. You can submit carbohydrates. All sorts of fun stuff. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Sign Patreon. Get two months free. That's okay. Let's get into it. I'd like to say hello to all of my guests. Renee Colvert, welcome back. Uh, over the moon to be here. I am one of those people who would turn into a Patreon to see less makeup. I love Patreon. less makeup. You look Thank stunning. You. Thank you. I mean, it might, it might be, it might be the Zoom filter. I just, tomorrow morning, I'm doing a podcast at 1030 a.m., which I okay. know for regular people. And I say, I don't say regular people in a pejorative way. I say regular sure. people like, I, I'm not a morning person. Mm-hmm. And in the past, I have, there was, there was an incident many years ago 
where I said that I was interviewing Kevin Hart at like 8.30 a.m. And I Oof. I expressed a level of gripage about yeah. it. And I received a lot of flack for it. Oh, okay. Like that yeah. is a perfectly Allow acceptable time. That is an early time for an interview. Seemed very that early is, to the me. The flack folks need to chill out. It That's seemed early. Very, That's early for an interview. Early. It seemed very yeah. early to me. But everyone was like, I wake up at 4.30 a.m. So you can just <laughs> okay. shut the fuck up. <laughs> so anyway, ever since then, I am nervous to ever bitch about anything. And 10.30 is really not early. But okay. I will be putting on makeup then. So I right. thought I'm going to give my yeah. face a rest. You cannot do it. I For your Patreon folks, I was like, am I, do I have a filter on right now? I don't. I definitely don't. But I think I did thumbprint the lens. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> does it seem a little, does it seem a little printy? I mean, you look very yeah. soft focused. It looks like you put on the stairway to heaven filter. Yeah. <laughs> that, okay. Or now highway you're wiping to heaven. the lens. Any that, Oh yeah. Highway to heaven. heaven. Yeah. Okay. I think I you're a little more like, clear now. Yeah, you yes. see the crow's eyes now. That I was a thumb more clearly. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. And, you know, that's, this how whole, you get, that's how you get a filter. The whole conversation. <laughs> right on there. The conversation was off mic before we started, but your hair has hardly ever looked better. Oh, that's very kind. That's very yeah. kind of you to say. I am uh, – now, you're saying that you're not wearing makeup because uh, you're, you're sort of – I'm wearing less makeup. yourself. You're yeah. wearing less makeup because you're Because I'm lazy. Because I'm a lazy sack of shit. It's really, I mean, the, yes, I have to put on makeup <laughs> no, tomorrow. It's not true. totally that. It was just no. like, I just can't do it. I just don't I, feel I like it. We're in the same zone as after the pandemic. I'm like, I don't know if I need bangs. I don't know if I need a haircut. I don't, I don't know if I need any of it. So this is a result of a Brazilian blowout in October is what you're currently working with. So the waves are coming back. I don't know when I'm going to get another one. Renee, it is working for you. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Well, it's wonderful to see you. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. David Huntsberger, hello. Hello. Nice to be back. Wonderful to have you back as well. (laughs) (laughs) I had a meeting recently that um, was scheduled for 9 a.m. Pacific time, at least I thought, and I... Uh, but it was with people on the East Coast. And then I woke up at, you know, like 6.10, 6.15 a.m. And shortly after, I I saw um, on my phone that there was a message. It was from, you know, like message scheduling. It'll have like an admin sort of yes. email thing. It said admin. There were two things that were kind of like – I wasn't fully awake, but it was kind of like a 15-minute reminder and or like this is ha- – and I, I was like, oh, it's about 6.15 now, which means – this meeting started 15 minutes ago and I'm getting this sort of like, Hey, it's, it's 15 minutes ago. You sh- you should be at this meeting. <laughs> right. And so I, I messaged the person really quickly or I, I went back and I looked at the original email thread and it was kind of a gray area where it was like, Hey, nine works well. Here are some oh. other times. And the, the other times at the end said EST. Mm. So I just thought like, well, there's, Oh man, I just, it didn't even occur to me that, that you could make that switch. So I sent a message just saying, I I apologize, but I thought it was 9 a.m. I will still be available at 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. <laughs> but then I was also really regretting not scheduling more meetings for six 
earlier, 5 a.m., I just think you'd get to hear a lot of people's dreams and stuff. It would be yeah. so bizarre where people were like, hey, uh, yeah, it's great to be here. Uh, was I just talking to you? That was a dream. I There are – do you know what it's like when like there's like a rope, but it's also kind of a swing and you're si- – anyway, sorry. What? Uh, it would just be – there would be like a sense of levity that I think would be really fun because you couldn't get too mad at anybody. Right. No. Daniel – this feels like a perfect segue into you telling me, uh, okay, I, I'm sorry. This is a tangent within a tangent. However- To close it up, the, the meeting, yeah. I was not late. The person oh. just made an adjustment to a thing and they're like, no, we're still good for 9 a.m. No. Pacific. So it was all fine. It was just me overreacting and then creating oh. a new scenario where early meetings are like the thing. They're like okay. the new brunch. There, Did no. you still tell them your dreams? Did you open with your dreams three hours later? <laughs> but you can remember them. <laughs> but there are. But that was a thing for a moment, and maybe it still is. These like power breakfasty things, and every article that's like, "How do successful people do it?" And they're like, "Well, I wake up at four forty-five, and then I work yeah. out for an hour, and then I have sixteen meetings before seven thirty a.m. And then, <laughs> I mean, like that. I feel like the breakfast meeting is a thing. So you yeah. are doing the pre-breakfast meeting. Ooh. I love it. I remember when I was uh, traveling the road a lot doing comedy and um, one of my relatives was like, you know, I think things would be going better for you if you got up earlier because we were at a family gathering where we all <laughs> we were in the same vicinity and I didn't wake up till 10 a.m. or something. But I was like, you know, I didn't go to bed until like 2 or 3 a.m. It works. It's a scale. And I think yeah. creative people tend to operate a little more on – I need to let weird thoughts kind of filter in or make their way in. That doesn't happen as much if you're going to bed at 9 and getting up mm-hmm. at 5 a.m. Maybe it does, but I don't see it as much. Right. Yes. I don't think so. However, Are any of us morning people? I've become I've become one in the last few years. Okay. But you have that to disembodied well, I voice I didn't have to force belongs was... What did you say? Oh, I, I sorry, I was just I was answering Renee's question of No, I didn't have to force it. It was like clockwork when i turned 40 i just immediately started waking up at seven no matter what happened didn't matter when i went to bed and my mom is like that too so like i guess it's a family thing i don't know <laughs> what, what a bitch put a curse on your family <laughs> yeah and i was saying that disembodied voice belongs to tony thaxton welcome to the show thank you thanks for having me <laughs> you're welcome uh okay so you are a morning person yeah i i have i have become one it's very much to my surprise because i never i never was i used to stay up very late and sleep in very late but yeah <laughs> fascinating i know i'm just a very interesting person <laughs> you contain multitudes so anyway there's so many tangents within these tangents I gotta I gotta make a note of them so that make I don't lose any of them. Make some tangent notes. Okay. We got calendar, we got shirts, and we got chicken. This will make sense. Now, listen, if there's ever a reason, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen, I just Patreon. realized, except for Tony, the morning person, who doesn't he one of these things is not like the others. We all, it is if we have dressed for a Christmas card. Can look. We are all. <laughs> we all match. <laughs> that is very cute. What was we the are, theme? What, do you suppose navy, bl- blues, blues. Okay. I mean, it's blue. I'm wearing purple. Yeah. Tony, well, you're gonna have to go change. It looks like mine was purple too. Okay. Well, blue purples, and my blue shirt juice. has blue and purple. Renee, you're wearing blue. Yep. Yep. Navy and. 
I mean, this is the classic. What color is a blue? What color is a blueberry to you guys? Sure. Yeah, violet. And what do you think? Everyone, you're going to get a chance to weigh in on blueberry color. Violet's a good, a good call. Yeah, it's like a, it's Pur- like a bluish purple. Bluish purple. I mean, this yeah. might be a what color is your computer screen, but no one's taking away from the fact that we look like we all planned it out, except for Tony, who has to get cute. up early and throw on red. It's because right, my uh, it's because my ring light burned out. That's, it's, it's affecting. <laughs> Otherwise, me. Yeah. Show colors are all purple. weird. Yeah, you know, I don't <laughs> right. um, see colors all that well, and I oh, that's right. I got some of those glasses, color oh, glasses. Yes, as a gift. And the place where it shows up the most is Wordle. I can't see Wordle, but if I wear the glasses, I can see the huh. different colors of the squares. Oh, so wow. the Wordle creators, maybe they want to take that into consideration. But there are a lot of people out there that probably love that game that can't see it. Wow. So which, part, which colors are you not seeing when you play Wordle without the glasses? Oh, maybe you can change the color scape. I'll bet that is a I don't think so. Wordle. Oh, oh, I've yeah. never seen that. I think it's kind of like green and yellow is it supposed yeah. to be or something. And yes. they look identical to me. So oh. I just see a bunch of blocks at all. <laughs> at the first time I saw, I was like, what's the objective here? That seems impossible. <laughs> <laughs> the person whose phone it was was like, what? Uh, well, How there's could different- you possibly narrow such a thing down? <laughs> yeah, and then boom, put the glasses on and uh, it was a whole new – it's it's really fun to wear the glasses. They don't make that big of a difference. And then you look around and go, oh, Oh, look at that. So what That's part really of the neat. spectrum uh, are you blind to? I think it's right in that uh, brown, green, yellow, some reds and oranges. There's there's like a tone or a shade within those where I will go. Like, so even the blueberry one, I, I felt very confident saying violet, but I, I don't know the difference really between indigo and violet and navy. Maybe no one does, but... Right. Like aqua and seafoam green, there's no way I would be able to tell the difference. Light blue and so it's like your green blue. receptors is the one that yeah, it's got to be hmm. whatever wordle is, whatever the specific wordle receptor is. Yeah. Do you think those glasses are in Wordle's pocket or Wordle's is in that glasses pocket? Who's trying to monetize who? Yeah, somebody's got New York Times. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I knew it. Called it. Does it piss you off that there are people in the world that have a fourth cone in their eye and they can actually see even more colors than, than in the green spectrum? Like, and you It doesn't piss me fuel? off. I mean, I can't really do like 360 dunks. There's a lot of stuff that people have that I just <laughs> – I wish I did. So I just had to kind of go, oh, that's Wait, cool. It's it cool doesn't piss do you off that people can do 360 – it pisses me off. No, I look at it the other side. That, oh, I'm glad they can do that. I'm glad to know that humans are able to be like super right. tester or tasters, these things that – Imagine if you had all of them. You're out there doing windmill dunks, tasting delicious wines, and seeing all the colors. Too much. It's be hard to know your purpose. Yeah. Is it Duncan or Sam? <laughs> you don't know. You don't Imagine know. hearing that person complain to you. I'm just not where I want to be in my career. And I, 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 like, shut up. It's, you got enough. <laughs> um, so, Okay. You were talking about if we had super early morning meetings, some of your subconscious would be leaking through. Yeah. And what that would be like. Daniel, tell them what you told me this morning because you just wanted to like drop a pin, a data point in what happened in case you lose your mind. Allison's like my witness kind of, you know, like I'll tell her like, you look, 
someone needs to be paying attention to these things. So if I ever need to be institutionalized, you can say like, <laughs> here was the progression. There were signs. You know? yeah. uh, and this morning I was in bed and everyone had left the room. So I was alone. Everyone. How many people were in our room? <laughs> well, at one point, actually, there were. We there was you, me, Elliot, and our dog. Yeah. yeah, a lot of folks in there at one point, and now it was just me. And to the left side, uh, clear as day. Clear as, I mean, it was n- not something that you go, wait, did I just hear that? It, you, I heard it. I heard a chicken. Uh, <laughs> We're like, I guess maybe that's more of a turkey. <laughs> and I was like, the fuck? Like, do we have poultry in the fucking bed? Like, what the? And then I was like, there must be a speaker in the bed. And I realized neither was true. I just imagined it. And so I said, here's phantom chickens. This is a like just a data point. It's just a you know like he's forgetful. Sorry, he's forgetful. He hears phantom chickens. Like he needs some help. Is uh you know? And I said, "Are you sure you weren't dreaming?" And he's sure he no. wasn't dreaming. Uh-uh. I no, think okay. you were. I was probably. Maybe I was. I no, I wasn't. Yeah, but I like that it's abbreviated. Even though there's plenty of time to write down. He thought he heard a chicken. It wasn't. Just here's phantom chickens. So the shorthand of all these moments would be really fun to see compiled together. It seemed like a set list or something, or like like a bunch of songs yeah. for you know Tony's. Did you get this from the Motion City soundtrack? Is that what uh, these songs? Are? She'll just use it against me if I ever want to run for office or something. You know, sure. you like you know he does hear phantom chickens. Yeah, so word I don't is know if we can trust him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, what I would use against something something that. I'm sorry, I did get distracted by the fact that I just heard a lot of like crazy turkey-esque squawking, flapping around. So I don't think there's turkeys, but maybe... I like the idea that you're is that losing a your mind, of COVID Daniel. That you hear? <laughs> Are they not phantoms, or maybe there's something they're in not. your neighborhood? Yeah, did you guys on? get chickens? <laughs> is that something I mean, we should bring? Uh, I mean, I just heard a lot of like supr- like weirdly chicken-esque squawking. So. Now I don't know what to think. Oh, man. If you guys have a ghost chicken. Oh, an angry chicken with unfinished business. With Jay. Hey, that was my house. That was my house. (laughs) These people came and flipped it. They sold it to you guys. And I just barely been in there. I barely got to peck around. There's there's a story of of a chicken who used to live here who had to drown its young. Oh, God. Still, you can hear it's. Wait, what? I don't like it. I don't like it. It just it's way too dark, man. It's a ghost chicken. Yeah, it's a spooky ghost chicken. Oh, all right, all right. What, 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 what if it's a it's just a friendly chicken? Yeah, just a nice, friendly. Yeah, ghost this could be a chicken. G-rated. That does impressions of undead turkey. chicken. I don't know if we need drown yeah. their children into the mix. I feel like that's a little. Why did it have know. to go so dark? I yeah, <laughs> this is the story. It's like a, a well-known. Hey, I'm losing my mind over here. So anyway, oh god, I was going to say your kids don't have any type of toy that sounds like a chicken, right? Or I mean, they any... have every toy that sounds like okay. everything. You can't if well, you. 
take a step in this house, various sounds fire, and you just look around and think, what just set off what? But I don't feel there's a chicken. Anyway, the other thing Daniel said, this is what I'll use if he wants to run for office. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know those little propel, you know, propel water? Uh, Mm -hmm. It's like a, what is it? Like an energy water? It's an electrolyte replenisher thing. It's like a Gatorade. So they make um, little powder that you can pour into water. Which is zero calorie. Um, and despite the fact I've explained I don't like water, I've gone on at length about my tooth peaks and the enamel loss, and I know I should just be drinking water, but I just hate it. I just can't do it. So I've been drinking these Propel water things because it, it, it is still water. It's just I'm putting this stuff in it that is bad for it, my teeth, but still it just tastes good. But anyway, Daniel last night said, yeah, l- those Propel packets are the S diggity. <laughs> I said, what does that mean? But apparently it's short for shit diggity. And I said, who's saying that? He is. I, 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 made, I made it up. Uh, and then I abbreviated it. Yeah. Of course. Save time. <laughs> yeah. That's it good. should be something. It's yeah, a, it, I, th- I'm a, I agree. Somebody's yeah. got to make something up. Yeah. You can't leave <laughs> you it to the other guy all the time. You got to Words got to come from somewhere. What yeah. do you do? Let's do it. And ass diggity is where we want to leave it? That's ass diggity, no more I like ass diggity. Okay. Oh, ass. No, it was ass diggity, but I like ass diggity. Okay. Ass diggity. Now that has panache. This was mm. ass diggity. Ass diggity. And it, but it came from shit diggity. Yeah. It Those felt like propel, something. Listen. Think about it. Those propel okay. packets are the ass diggity. There's it sounds like something to like about it. it was saying. <laughs> Got it. Okay. I just cool worked it out in my head. Fuck. I did a That's little right. bit of like brief etymology and I have to go against it. At first, I was fully into it and I started asking. <laughs> Where did bomb diggity take off? And then there's a musician who I despise, who I mm-hmm. dislike, their physical characteristics, who they are as a person, their music. And they had this song that ended with diggy diggy and like diggy mm. diggity and this sort of business. And I think that spawned bomb diggity because why would mm. that have taken off? It's oh, so do you yeah. think that he, he was the source of that? Diggity-ness? I think it birthed out of that, bubbled out, and now like, S diggity is just an extension of bomb diggity. So I don't award it as much creativity. Now I don't like as it. it. Yeah, I yeah, know who you're it, talking about, and I, yeah. I think diggity may have been pre dig. He, he, it was pre diggity before kid diggity. diggity yeah, dig- it could have been because yeah, it could have tied with into- this with this predate no diggity. No yeah. Diggity. Ooh, no diggity is the start. I like the way you work it. But- Love that. <laughs> Wait, who, who gave us who gave us no diggity? Uh, wait, who was that? Uh, I want to say no effects. Uh, effects. No, like that was uh, that was uh, pump or not? That was rump shaker. Was Rex in effect? Oh, uh, here we go. Hang on, Doctor Dre and Queen Pen. Does that seem right? No, no. It okay. is Black Street. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's them. All right. Okay. I like the way you mm. work it. Bomb di- S diggity. Like, <laughs> egg egg. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and that Great. was cool. It was pretty cool. I don't like saying. using bomb. I don't like that. It's yeah. the bomb. I don't like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't I like how we have nice. that propensity to kill, slay, crush. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's use right. some positive. I like chill, cool. Or like, that fucking hugs, man. 
<laughs> oh my god, dude, you hear that song? It fucking snuggles. It just snuggles so Such hard. It does little nose kisses. Yeah. So damn tough. <laughs> That's funny. I like it. Great. Yep. The other thing I want to say from my list, and then we can start the show. <laughs> um, and this goes back to the meeting that David thought he might have missed. And this, okay, I think I'm, I might, I might be, this is big of me to say, I might be the one who was behind the times here. However, I would like to know from my fellow young people on, at, on this show, how do you feel about receiving the information for, and I feel that I, look, I'm dangerously insulting people left and right with my S diggity take. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not kidding about insulting them. I'm kidding about, I'm kidding about this take being uh, S diggity. Um, I don't like information coming to me via a calendar thing that gets added that I don't realize it's added and my eyes skate over it and I don't know about it. And then I say, Oh, did wait, was I supposed to get the link? And they say, Oh yeah, it was in your calendar. Like I just email. I appreciate things coming to me via email. Cause that I will get, but if, if, if it arrives on my calendar, I'm not going to get it uh, reliably. Is that just me? Ooh, but is, doesn't that, I, have that's to my come, segment. It has to come through email. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that come through email? I don't get an email. Oh, that reminds me of something I was going to do. I was going to look into, I was going to see how I make it. So, so it sends me an email because I don't but get who's an email to your calendar without yeah. an email. Uh, yeah, I don't know how this would happen. Yeah. Only everyone. someone who shares your calendar. My I don't, hope is that you hastily delete email so quickly that you, you see, they just, they just get deleted so fast that you are under the impression you don't get an email. I want to see, for you, Renee, how many emails okay. I have, if it'll show me quickly. Let's um, see. I have like over, I have like hundreds of thousands of emails. So no, that's, okay, I don't delete excuse them. Excuse me, popular. Um, so, just no, 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 no. <laughs> that, that was not a brag. That was like, like hundreds a, of uh, I didn't mean it like that. I meant like I haven't deleted an email since I started <laughs> having a Gmail email address um i don't i and i it's a my email is a total unorganized mess um i have someone else set up my calendar my calendar i have like multiple calendars they're all kind of threaded together i don't know how any of it works maybe it's ical maybe it's gcal is there a gcal and i don't get emails about anything but I'm, but I should be getting a notification. Yeah, I don't I know how so. you're not getting emails. Mm, I'm just not. But mm. but I, people send. I mean, like when they, I get a notification if I'm right there. I guess sometimes it'll pop pop up on my computer, but I don't. It doesn't go to my email. I don't know. That doesn't this, make sense yeah. to me. Okay. That's, you should be getting some emails. I will meet you that I think it should be consistent. Either put it in email or put it in the invite. But the sometimes in the invite, sometimes in the email, that is tricky. Be mm. like, well, I don't know where the link is. What are we doing? Yeah. But you would prefer an always an email. Yeah but, yeah, but now that I'm hearing that everyone is getting them, the calendar stuff is coming via email. 
Oh, I don't know. I got to find sure. out what's happening. Maybe there it's all going to my spam or something. Maybe. Possibly. Do you want me to invite you right now and see if it shows up? <laughs> sure. This is riveting. Okay. Tony, right. drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get uh, out. Okay. I'm on my email. Here we go. Okay. All right. Here we go. It's coming. Sent. I am not. I'm looking. I'm in my email. Okay. Now I'm going to social. Not gotcha. seeing anything. Going to promotions. Not, not seeing anything. Going to primary. Not seeing anything. Okay. Now I'm going to go to my calendar. Now I don't even get. Okay. Now I'm okay. looking at my calendar. Okay. And I also. Oh, inbox on my calendar. No, nothing. I don't see anything. Nothing there. Yeah, that's. No. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know why. Oh, wait. Tony. I'm looking at the wrong day. Uh-oh. Sorry. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, today. Today at 8. I'm wondering if you're available. Are you available tonight at 8 p.m.? You've got a meeting with Renee called Allison. No. This is riveting podcasting. <laughs> I mean, it's so good. Get ready for the Webbies. Get ready for the first Emmy Award for podcasting. It is this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh no! Here it is. Oh my god! Here it is. Yep. Here it is. Yes. What do we think? It's on my calendar. That? Okay. It was very confusing. <laughs> That's how we feel about it. But I am Fair. going to join. Okay, get on in there. And then but, you want to leave this podcast and then hang out? Yeah. Oh or? no! Wait! No! I didn't mean to join the meeting. Ah! No! I just wanted to. <laughs> sorry. I, I I didn't want to join. I just wanted to RSVP. Oh my god! I would like to apologize to everyone just for everything but why didn't that come to my email that you should you should be getting an emails if that if i weren't getting emails and it just showed up in my calendar that would frustrate me too do i need I, to I a, know why do i not. need to uh hire a geek squad <laughs> I think you might, I, I think you might. take this up with google <laughs> <Go to> big <laughs> google <laughs> okay let's move on because now i feel that i have really done it you guys <laughs> i apologize <laughs> Um, I feel that we need to catch up with everyone and find out so much about what's going on with everyone. Obviously, we did spend time at Disneyland yesterday. We need to talk about that. So much to share. Um, But first, this was the first show in a couple shows where Daniel did the intro because we did Tony's picks. Dave, you haven't been abreast of this. I decided to do something crazy. You might have seen the promo. I don't know. I did something crazy. Just crazy. Just insane. (laughs) You know, like those things where Smart Eddie is slashing the price. I mean, crazy. Not Smart Eddie. (laughs) Crazy Eddie. (laughs) He's slashing the prices. They're going to lock him up. I did something like that on my show. I was crazy. Um, And I I gave it. Why are you so crazy? Oh, I love that drop. I gave the the reins to Tony and I let him book the show and we did a little promo and it was very fun and funny and and Renee was on it uh saying um I don't think it's going to be a success. It was really hurtful. It was really hurt. Yeah. Really yeah, hurtful, line. Renee. I can't believe you said that. It'd be the meanest thing Renee's ever said to me. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It was very out of character. It was very out of character. No, I think you spoke from the heart. Um yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's it, just revenge for that Tony thinking I was 59 four years ago. <laughs> oh, just trying to finally get him back. I did not think you were 59. <laughs> Again, this goes back to Dave saying that you're a great actress. <laughs> You know, when I was in Hawaii, Tony told me that he was getting a drink with 59-year-old Renee. And I was like, I know this is a reference to something, but I don't know what. So now I remember. But anyway, yeah. it went – they went – but but during the, the Tony's pick shows – and we even have Tony's a drop. Picks. That's right. That's the one. Tony did the intros. And Daniel was beside himself. He lost his purpose. I oh. loved it. I was, so, I was so thrilled. Tony did an amazing job. And Tony was really good. I think Thank that you. maybe you could keep doing them. Well, so Can then I we hear have... one? Or is it? Yeah. People well, have heard this so hear? much. Uh, yeah. I mean, the subscribe to the Allison Rosen is your new best friend podcast go. and you can hear them. Sure. <laughs> Dude, okay. I think you got a Google Doc. You can pull up real quick. Give us a little taste. Give us a little tease. Yeah. Oh, oh you're talking. No, I, I think I, I literally think I deleted. immediately I, deleted. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. So. I mean, it, they Three were so away. they were mm-hmm. so good, though. I listened to them. They, these are getting talked up a bit. Let's not set the bar too high. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like they were really good. I mean, I've paid well, Tony you. these compliments. Better the promo he edited. Than. So good. The intros. So good. He's a man of many talents. Um. And he did so well that we have two more Tony's picks coming up after this. Tony's uh, picks. That's right. So, Daniel, mm-hmm. what are you going to do with your two weeks of not doing intros? Oh, my God. I'm just going to – my Mondays are going to be be just wonderful. Oh, You're not getting so released. Stress relief taken off of my shoulders. So, uh, anyway. To to get work done. We went to Disneyland. And we also went to California Adventure. Even though California Adventure has been open for like almost half my life, I still think of it as the new one. Do you guys also? Definitely. Think of it as very new. Like very, very new. Mm -hmm. Um, I've only been to it a couple times. We did Genie Plus. Do you know what that is? That that is actually is very new. It's on the app. It's it's relatively new. Everything's app-based now. Yes. If you don't have a smartphone, um, you can't go. There's a force field where they just eject you. Um, it's it's $20 per person, uh, and then you have access to Lightning Lane, which you can, like, reserve a spot in line, and then there's a – it's like a fast track or fast pass, so then you can it's get great. in a much shorter line. It's, almost, it's, like, it's like the airlines now where there's all these separate – you know, if you pay more, then you have priority to this or that um, – but and then there's specific rides where you, the lightning lane even costs money. But we ended up barely waiting in line for anything. Great. Yeah, mm-hmm. which was nice. It works. Yeah, it's a bummer. Um, <laughs> like, oh, that did work. Yeah. Well, according to Carly Weisel, uh, the um, the Genie Plus at Disney World doesn't work like this because everybody who goes to Disney World gets Genie Plus whereas everybody like the majority of people who go to Disneyland are locals and it's not worth it for them to spend more money so it's really great at Disneyland we didn't hardly wait in any lines but at Disney World you might save time at like one or two rides like two rides the whole day Um, so just in case anyone on the East Coast is thinking of getting it it's a whole different situation there but 
yeah, it was like, um, and generally the crowd, I mean, the last few times we've been to Disneyland, uh, there's just been so many freaking people that it makes the whole experience suck. Yeah. <laughs> but now I don't know if it's that they're regulating the number of people who can go there, but it was pretty reasonable. And this is like, you know, May 1st. So, yeah. um, That's great. But because we have children, we did not wait in very many lines for no rides that I actually wanted to go on. Like I, I did not go on, one I know that it's not about my experience, but <laughs> the ones I would have wanted to go on were I would have wanted to go on the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, and um, I was curious. Even though I'm not a Star Wars person, I was very curious about Rise of the Resistance. Those did not happen, but we oh, did. I made a little list. We two. went on. Yeah. What did you say? The best two. Those are those are probably my two favorite rides. Yeah. Someday you, is Guardians better now than the Tower of Terror? I was very skeptical when they changed it because I really liked Tower of Terror, and then I wrote it, and I think I think I actually like it better. It's better, uh, yeah, yeah, and it's different every time you write it too. Well, I mean, not necessarily, but it can be different. It's I've written it multiple times in the same day, and, and it was not the same experience. Well, that's cool. Is it like Tower of Terror just drops, and this one does something else and drops? Yes. But there, and there's also just a lot more. There's all these music and video elements to it and stuff. It's really well done. It's really fun. Like it, it take you know, it still makes you jump from the the drops and all that. But like it, literally, just like the addition of music to it, like using like pop songs, like it makes it just feel so much more ridiculous and fun. It like <laughs> totally changes the mood of the ride. Hmm. Huh. It's great. Cool. Yeah. Someday, well, we went on Winnie the Pooh. Uh, Haunted Mansion, except so Elliot is obsessed with Haunted Mansion. We've been watching a oh, lot of Owen pussed out. <laughs> <laughs> He's three. He's three. He's three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Owen has. I mean, Elliot has been watching YouTube videos of Haunted Mansion. He's been talking about Haunted Mansion. Oh He's obsessed with Haunted Mansion. He's memorized and, the whole like yes voiceover. Your host. Oh your God, ghost host. Cool. Yeah. So he, he says, has, and he says, "Welcome, foolish mortals." <laughs> oh, that's real cute. That's real cute. Mm-hmm. So he's been telling Owen that you can't go, you can't go. So that's made it so Owen really wants to go. I can, I can. No, Owen, you can't go. I can. And we really should have just. So then that, we, yeah. like a couple ding dongs, were like allowed the three year old to decide that he could go. <laughs> Stupid. We were like, what were we afterwards? We're thinking, what were we thinking? So he really wanted to go. So we're like, okay. Because um, I was kind of thinking, I don't know that it's, I mean, I don't know that he's going to really know what he's seeing. Maybe. And if he gets scared, he can just close his eyes. So <laughs> uh, went in. It was fine. There's like a sort of like an evil laugh, like, ah, 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 and then Owen went, ah, 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 and everyone laughed. Uh, <laughs> and then there's a scream. And then Owen screamed and cried, <laughs> and everyone laughed again. And then is the part where you sort of head to the actual ride. And I said to him, do you want to go on the ride? And he said, no. So then we went through, and then um, I said that he doesn't want to go. So they, like, showed us a little way to get out. And then the woman – Is the way who- to get out, is it, like, themed, or is it just, like, a blank-ass hallway or something? Um – it's S-diggity. It, thank you. It's uh, yeah, it's an S diggity <laughs> hallway that's in the colors of the ride. It's not really theme. I mean, it's like definitely feels like you're sort of like backstage in an employee area, but mm-hmm. it's um, but it's not 
institutional looking. I mean, it looks like the rest of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was holding Owen and the woman showed me the stairs and, and I turned to her and I said, thanks, honey. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> she didn't she didn't even seem to notice, though. <laughs> and it was just because my I, my brain misfired because I because Owen was the honey. Um, so that was fine. I thought okay. Huntsberger was the honey. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking oh, of yeah. Dave. <laughs> then we went on Small World and then Cars. Uh, I stayed with Owen. That ride is also great. Elliot I, hated it. He gave it a real really? thumbs down. He yeah. was enjoying every second of it. The he ones, claimed he like, hated it. I know. Cars Land cars are like the Radiator Springs, the one with the. Oh, um, yeah, at this yeah. point, sorry, we switched. We switched. Gotcha. Yes. Back over. All right. And at this point, Owen kept saying he wanted a red baby car. He wanted a red baby car. And I thought he mm-hmm. meant like he must have seen a little car figurine. Well, also because but, he he refers to smaller things as baby, right? So he doesn't he yeah he doesn't use the word small. He uses baby, so red yeah. baby car. But he, but he also meet, says baby for baby. So uh, finally, we realized we went with um, some friends of ours and their kids, and they had rented a stroller because their kids got really tired. They had rented a, a red double stroller for them, and so Owen wanted red baby car was the red stroller. That's what he was referring to. Gotcha. So we went and rented a red baby car, yeah. even though we had a stroller. So then we had two strollers. <laughs> uh, we did Goofy's Flying School. That also... It's kind of insane. I yeah. hate that. That will throw you around. Daniel was saying that it's... So we've had someone on the show and that's their favorite ride. He thinks I maybe think it was, I, I think Betsy loves it. Oh, really? I'm pretty maybe sure. Because I think I've ridden it with Betsy. Not, I'm not a fan, and neither a was Elliot. It's a quirky ride. It's a different yeah. kind of roller coaster. Quirky yeah. is but it's not ju- what it's I would, how I would describe it's it. Like, you know, it's not way scarier than it should be. <laughs> it did, it doesn't seem like a ride for children. Yeah, exactly. You feel like you feel like you're gonna fly off of the tracks. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. feels dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did but, that one go over? Did the kids like that one? I uh, didn't do that. Owen, Owen and I went and did the Zeppelin where you go around and he w- loved that because you kind of like lift up and you're like kind of flying and he was yeah. just like, ah, his mind. <laughs> but, and it's Wait, gentle, even, you know, but the breeze I can't even think of what you're your talking hair. about. He, the swings. The, it's, it's next like to the, the jellyfish it's thing. It's next to the jellyfish. It's the one with the silver Zeppelins and they kind of like go around and it's like a the swing ride kind of and they just sort of go up. I know the swings, but yeah, I don't know. You saying the jellyfish didn't help me either. I'm like, um, what jellyfish? There's a, <laughs> Have I been? There's a lot of new stuff, but there's like a, These aren't new. a jelly, they're, they're jellyfish. You sit in them. It's almost like. For really little kids. I mean, not really Umbrella. Little, it just goes up in the air and then down and then, and then they just go straight up and down. Oh, that's a ride. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Got it. I guess I'm not paying too close attention to the rides for very small children. <laughs> Next time. I would say California Adventure. uh, I think I preferred our time at California Adventure. It's more relaxing. They've added a lot to that park since the last time I was there. There's a whole like San Francisco area now. Um, Yeah. And that was kind of neat. I mean, just food, really. But. You know, good smells, kind of like the whole the whole park has like a a vibe that's feels a little bit less hectic 
than Disneyland. Yeah. You get drinks and, there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then everything like there's like, oh, there's a cappuccino cart and you go to the cappuccino cart and they're like, they, they can put like Kahlua in it or Bailey's. Yeah. Like there's just alcohol available everywhere. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was like surprised by that. Uh, we got to go to Avengers campus for the free. Cause then the next thing we did after that was the Spider-Man, although I didn't go on that, but we're, uh, oh, yeah. we to Avengers campus. And have you guys gone to the Avengers campus? I haven't yeah. gotten to do it. I have yeah. not. Yeah. What do you think, Renee? I liked it. Yeah. It's I am um a bandwagon Marvel person. Mm-hmm. So I'll go and clap and be like, look at them. I know none of their names. I know any nothing that's happening. Uh but I um did you guys do the web slinger thing? Yeah, I did. I did My arms are still sore. Crazy. I was surprised yeah. I all I'm not even a bandwagon. It's Marvel person. Banana. I don't what know anything. I, I was surprised how to get a hold of this security footage <laughs> of all of us. I know. <laughs> I was like, actually like <laughs> screaming. I like in a like excited way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fun. It was that was surprisingly fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was pretty. Yeah. That was pretty good. It's sort of, but they, you know, one th- we didn't see a lot of characters in in the two parks, but in in the Avengers, I think they're making more of an effort. To make sure that you know, there's always superheroes around, and uh, it, it was kind of like, first of all, if you've been to a lot of comic cons, it's sort of like people in cos. It just feels like people in cosplay. It doesn't feel like, you know, when you see Goofy, that's that's a big deal. Okay, that's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, what if you see Goofy at Comic Con? <laughs> not as big a deal. but you're not gonna see goofy at comic-con because no one's doing the big ass but uh but you know you see like the the zoe zeldana character from guardians it's like okay there's just a a girl in green makeup whatever um but some dude you know who's doing the captain america thing and you know he's handsome and he's obviously ripped and everything like that and he's dressed as captain america and you got adults following him around like oh my god there's captain america and it's like no there's not captain america that's brandon (laughs) there's a fucking guy in a captain america get get a hold of yourself adult (laughs) that's a the pass fail there as far as that job interview is a really interesting one where like if you don't get hired to be like an admin clerk you can go to a different firm and get like a slightly you know a job that doesn't pay as much but you miss out on being a grown human being dressing up as a superhero. They're like, it's not going to work out this time. You can go up to Hollywood Boulevard and just kind of do this on your own. <laughs> it and, can be independent. And just hope people give you tips and get very frustrated when technically you're not allowed to ask for tips. And yeah. then you're like, you sure I can't try something else? Can I? Did you see when I did my spin? I just don't want to walk out of here with you guys regretting that you didn't hire me. No, we saw the spin. <laughs> Hollywood Boulevard's just, uh, it's about 40 miles up that way. Good luck. That's so rough. Yeah. Mm. That's a tough one. Yeah. I mean, just in general at Disneyland, you have the sort of hierarchy of jobs. You can tell that, you know, there's the people that do the characters, but even it, you know, you, you see the the kids that get hired to do the haunted mansion and they're like the cool kids. Cause they've got to they get to wear like that cool Victorian outfits. And they're sort of like, you know, you could tell they've got a little bit of attitude. Like this is not, everybody wants to work at the mansion, you know, but <laughs> the to mansion. me, I like to give a lot of love 
to the guy that's like he's a, you know the older guy who has to wear like a Donald Duck outfit except without the face like he's an, a grown man wearing a Donald Duck sailor outfit and he's just cool like as fuck you know it's like that guy needs the love yeah yeah he does uh, he does maybe every i mean we're all using audio equipment here and maybe more so with uh, Tony and and Renee as a producer but you know when you go somewhere and you're, they go, sorry, and there's feedback and like, oh, someone, we have a cordless mic, sorry, guy, and but it's it's a banquet hall or it's somewhere where like they should have their act together, and then you go to Disneyland and they're playing music that sounds really great and clear, and then like the trolley or whatever comes by and they jump off like a group of performers all yeah. wearing wireless headsets, the music cuts out. The, then there's backing music behind them and their wireless mics sound perfect. Yeah. That I was just standing there like this is so impressive. There's no like feedback. Oh, sorry, gang, rough day today at Disneyland. <laughs> There's a new guy working. It just all works so smoothly. Always and that's a, if you're yeah. if you're this giant conglomerate or whatever, that's how it should be. You should yeah. there should be nothing, you know, that can be like criticized. They, oh, they, those pants were a little dirty. That's about it. You could get from some of the performers. Everything else is so well done. We yeah. saw this is like the well, reverse Jenny of Disneyland. That's that uh, stamp that had the error in it where the, the image was printed backwards and it was worth a lot of money. Are you going to, is that what you were oh. about to tell them, Daniel? Oh, well, I was going to say, we were talking about this on the way home. I, I was, I had the same thought of how just impressive it is that Disney is able to like just manage this many people and all of their needs and all of their everything and just have it feel effortless, you know, mm -hmm. like every, there's always, you know, ice cream, it just supplied, like there's all, all the food and drink and waste and everything. And Insanely it's just clean everywhere. Yeah. And, everything, and if and then, you get dragged into that tunnel and you're a worker that is like the CIA of Disneyland grabs you from behind a bush and pulls you in. And it's like, you call that tap dancing. Yeah. You're going to, and you just, you, well, you signed an NDA. You can never go on a podcast and talk about how like the underbelly yep. of Disneyland is just veins <laughs> popping out of temples and people being like, we have an image to uphold. Except there was one chink, one uh -oh. chink. In the Disneyland armor. That's what I was saying. Only I used a better analogy. And that was, so we go back after the our time poetic, at California really. Adventure. So we do, we what? do after Spidey, we do Monsters Inc. And then we're like, all right, you know, Elliot, all the rides he wants to do are in Fantasyland. You know, so he wants to do Dumbo and Snow White and Pinocchio and Dada and Peter Pan. So it's like, all right. So we head back over to Magic Kingdom. Well. It's right when they're doing electrical parade. The electric parade's about to start, which means uh, total fucking just just people just clustered. It's just like a COVID party. Like everybody, just the sweet smell of COVID everywhere. And we're being sort of marshaled over to the right. And, you know, you go, like, you have to do this bypass around Main Street. So that because the whole street is like just clogged with people. So you go behind the buildings which feels like, ooh, there's like a secret, you know? Mm -hmm. And you go through that tunnel, and we're trying but to get... Like, in the oh. Donald Duck costumes just peeing in a bush, like, oh, <laughs> churros are that way, folks! Yeah. Yeah. Churros are right around the corner! Yeah. Exactly. But we were like, oh, this is going to be so great, everyone's watching the parade, we're going to have no lines. Right. And we were wrong. Cinderella's right. having no. a smoke with like, <laughs> Jafar. 
<laughs> um, so then we so then we come out. Okay, so then we go out to the. So now you're you're at the other side of Main Street, which is closer to the castle, closer to Fantasyland, and you can cut a. They have that lane. You can kind of cut across the uh, the parade route. You know, to get to the I other side. I know that some people want to draw a map in their head, but I'm just going to say what happened. We no, got no, to you're a- not, because I'm telling the story. All right, fine. Right. So, you, so we get over there, and <laughs> we find a cast member, and we're like, how do we get from here to, you know, 50 Fantasyland. How do we get to Fantasyland? And he said what? He didn't know. He didn't fucking know. Oh, sure. And I, I said, think that they, they have to execute him now. I said, he said, I don't fucking, fucking he didn't, no, know he didn't the, say I don't fucking know, it, but he was a, he was a, clearly like unsure. Like, oh, he was like, maybe you uh, just go, maybe just go up to galaxy's edge and then come yeah. around and then just, and then you can jump the fence and, and then tunnel under and you can get to, it's like, <laughs> if you're at home Depot and you ask any employee where the fucking washers are, where the fucking lug nuts I want to know where the gasket for the air conditioners are. They'll tell you exactly the aisle. And I expect that from Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Know how to get to Fantasyland. Yeah, he he just seemed, he was like, he seemed unsure. He He was like, um. Appropriately grovel? (sighs) No. Did he, without question, work there? He was nice. (laughs) Oh shit! He's like, I'm at Disneyland. I dress like this. It's, part, it's my. I don't know how the hell get where you want. I'm where I want to be. He, he was get wearing a sailor's cake. costume. I figure that's yeah. He's leader hosing. <laughs> he worked at Matterhorn. I gotcha. Yeah, he um, he had the baton. You know, he had the the. <laughs> you don't have a baton if you're not directing people or no. Aircraft. He did. He did work there. Yeah, he had a name. You sure it wasn't some, somebody that bought a lightsaber? Yeah. What if he was cosplaying as someone who worked there? Oh, yeah, interesting. Possible. Um, no, he did work there. Yeah, no, he was like, oh, I think you go. Yeah, I mean, I think it was probably, he was probably pretty new. Um, but then our friend was like, what about if you do this, this? He's like, oh, I think that, yeah, I think that should work. It was what, weird. Guess what? That's what I'm saying about it being, spe- it was special. You never run into that sort of uncertainty at Disneyland. Yeah, he's a real I unicorn. Feel like, yeah. Like a rundown homeless unicorn. But still, the rarity makes it special. Here's Rareness? the thing, though. Guess what? They fucking closed Fantasyland for the parade. So yeah. sorry, kids. You're gonna you get you have to watch the parade. Hope you like parades because <laughs> there's that's what you get to do. You get to watch a bunch of people float by. Most people like parades, though, except Daniel hates them. That's I'm okay with okay. the electrical parade, um, but yeah, that it's a bop. It's, it's fun. It's the, it's, it hugs. It's 90% the song. It's 90% you saying parades hug? They uh, hug. <laughs> oh, man. They spoon. <laughs> you know what else? But you know what would never let you down? Tell us, Queen. Queen of Segways has entered the chat. Do, 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 do. I'm looking for like a, a regal sound. Um <laughs> Exactly what That's I was thinking it. of. Switchcraft. Let's be honest. Match three games can be fun to play, but most of them are pretty similar. Sure, the themes and symbols change, but at the end of the day, it all feels like the same old game. When's the last time you played a mobile game that really felt new? Uh, you need to play Switchcraft. It is a super duper fun match three game. Uh, but I, 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 f- I f- almost feel like describing it as a match three game doesn't 
bring about the right picture in your mind. Because yes, it has elements of a match three game, but it has this narrative and you get totally drawn into the story of it. And then it uses match three elements in this really clever way. It's got these diverse characters. Um, there's tons of different levels to play. So in Switchcraft, you take on the role of Bailey, a witch at Pendle Hill, the world's top academy of witchcraft. You play your way through hundreds of enchanting match three levels, revealing a dark and winding mystery story. So you, you're like, you're, you're engrossed by the story. And then there's these match three elements to get to different levels. It all starts with the disappearance of your best friend. Now it's up to you to unravel the mystery of her disappearance using your magical match three skills. And then along the way, you find unique characters, a gripping story, and even a little romance. The best part is that your choices in the game determine the outcome of the story. So you're in the driver's seat. Um, you can interact with more than 85 unique characters from all kinds of cultural backgrounds, as well as characters that are disabled and LGBT Q. Uh, through all your choices, you'll be able to make friends, meet enemies, and even fall in love. The drama is real. Um, explore a realm of magic, mystery, and romance. Download Switchcraft on your mobile phone for free today. And I also want to tell you guys about Brightland. If you're like me, you love olive oil, but there's a lot of inferior oil out there. Some quote-unquote olive oils are actually blends made with inferior or old oils, damaged by exposure to light, heat, or air, or made with fillers. This podcast is sponsored by Brightland, a California-based company that offers fresher, healthier olive oils and vinegars made only from the freshest local harvests, grown without pesticides, never over-processed, and made without fillers or artificial preservatives. Brightland only works with small California-based family-run farms. Their partner farms use no herbicides or pesticides that harm workers in the planet and pay all workers fair and legal wages. Brightland oils are shipped right to you in recyclable bottles that are coated to protect the oils from UV light damage and they use sustainable packaging for shipping. If you'd love to cook, Brightland has you covered with the Duo, a well-rounded pair of extra virgin olive oils that will elevate any dish. So the Duo consists of Awake and Alive. Awake is an olive oil full of robust flavor that works well with breads and hearty soups and then alive is a smoother olive oil perfect for roasted vegetables and salads they're both so good um i i would i use them both equally you can't go wrong with either of them they're both so delicious but i recommend the duo because then you have both of them go to brightland.co slash best friend to try the duo and give your cooking some added flair and flavor that's brightland.co b-r-i-g-h-t-l-a-n-d.co slash best friend to save 10 percent on your order of the duo thanks brightland for sponsoring this podcast okay more stuff to get to. Um, I wanted to ask David about his experience on the Great North. And congratulations. You were a few oh, different thanks. voices, right? You were like three different voices? I was. Yeah, it was Ooh. really fun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. That, I, um, that is cool. It was really neat. Yeah, it was fun. It was um, – I've been recording these little um, audio sketches my, on my own. And, you know, I give people a script. And then when they come over in person – you're, you know, just making sure the levels are a certain way. And then you might go, Oh, try that again this way. And <clears throat> you think with, uh, and I think maybe it's different with acting because you go into wardrobe and you have all these things that feel very much, uh, here's, here might be your trailer or your dressing room or things that are, it's a full on, Oh, you're immersed kind of in the world. And maybe you're walking down the hall and there's so-and-so or, you know, the Lee, I don't know what experiences, I'm referring to, but just the feeling that like it's in depth and maybe you had to like really study lines and practice how you're going to walk and how you're going to move. And I love that with voice acting, there's none of that. It's just 
saying the lines or, and we really didn't, I don't know. I've, I've auditioned so many times and, uh, it, you know, it, I've, I'll be in like the booth. There was a time when I had like voiceover agents. And so we would do like 15 takes, you know, it'd be like, I'd have a picture of this character in front of me and it was always for like a pilot for something. And they would go, all right, what do you think for this one? I go, how about a guy that kind of talks like this? And they're like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, And then we would do like 10 takes. Get, put your clothes over there and then uh, step over here and then we'll fight. This is the, a great, this shit. great show. I mean, this is the S Diggity, this show. <laughs> put your clothes over there and then we'll fight. <laughs> I love this. Who is this? Sell character? your clothes over there. <laughs> we got a box of trucks on. We're going to fight. And, uh... <laughs> Did you write that? <laughs> yeah, no, no, this is uh, definitely what I remember. This is copy. Uh, put, put your clothes over there. We're going to fight my trunks on. And you help me put my gloves on. And I'll put your gloves. We'll bite the tape as we wrap our wrists. You got to be safe when you're wrapping your wrists. And then we box with the big ass gloves. But keep your clothes over there. This is all copy. That, like, And I would do like 50 takes of this. And the person behind the booth would be like, yeah, good. Uh, try a little bit this way. And I, this is all just to send something in where you're like, whew, it must be competitive. And you think of someone like listening to all those auditions and they just hear, Hey, put your clothes. Nope. Hey, put your clothes. Nope. Hey, put your clothes. Nope. And then I'm like, ah, come on. And I, I didn't even get, I didn't get into the whole copy. <laughs> and so it, it was so, because, you know, Wendy's our friend. It was just so comfortable and easy. It was really fun. It was just like having anyone come over, like to my house, basically the same way I would be with them. Like, I don't know, however you want to do it. Try it like this, whatever's the funniest to you. So it was really comfortable and easy and, and great. And, uh, I tried to be not like shoot the shit at all. Cause I know how busy she is. So it was just like, hello, let's start. Bop, 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 bop. <laughs> and that was it. It was really fun though, but it, it took like 40 minutes in total, which was great. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. That's so cool. And where did you record it? Uh, in I think Burbank or Studio City, somewhere kind of a valley adjacent. And I, just like the meeting, I kind of read something wrong or thought I had read it wrong where it was like, show up to the uh, parking lot and, you know, because of protocols, call someone, they'll come out and get you. And I was a little early, so I kind of stretched and was just trying to make sure that my body, my old decrepit body felt okay. And then I called the person. And really, I was supposed to just come around and knock on the door and kind of do this. But I was going, you know, kind of verbatim off of my to-do thing. <laughs> so I took a sip of water and then I called the person and they answered quick. And the, I don't know if that caused it or not, but like some water went in the wrong oh, pipe. No. <laughs> And oh, no. so I'm here to do voice I'm <laughs> <laughs> like gasping for air. And I was just like, what? Who is here? And I had to kind of compose myself. I'm like, I'm here to talk professionally. Let me in. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> love it. I loved it. I loved it. Tell it again. That was fun. <laughs> But then after that, it was it was great. No, I wasn't nervous at all. It just it was so. Uh, I love animation so much, and I feel like if there are cameras and all the stuff and actors that you have to act across, mm-hmm. uh, then you know maybe there's a feeling to just there's vulnerability. But it just felt like talking. There was it just didn't feel like the stakes were all that high, which was nice. So. And we were kind of laughing with each other and all that too. So it, it wasn't like, David, do it again. 
oh, oh no. She's different. She's different at work. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Well, good. Yeah. <clears throat> um, awesome. All right. I think it is time to say hello and welcome to some new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special I would like to say hello and thank you to Justin and welcome. And also hello and welcome and thank you to Brett Kruskop, who has signed up for an annual subscription and he is at the texting level. So again, guys, there's a level where you can text me and I will text you back. I'm not and if you're at the texting level. No. <laughs> if you're at the level, the texting level, um, but you don't have the number. It, once you're at the level, a bunch of posts should have uh, opened up to you on Patreon. So go back in the uh, posts and, and look for them. Allison, is there a level where we get you to pay attention to the TV show we're watching? <laughs> I don't think you can afford it. I want to subscribe to that <laughs> level. Oh, boy. You can't yeah. afford it. Yeah. What 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 TV show didn't get her attention? Oh, none of, of them. All of them. All of them. It's okay. just by the yeah. time we start watching, it's just late and I just don't have... <laughs> I just don't have a lot of attention left, especially when I could just get into bed and watch my phone. Watch TikTok. She's become a TikTok teen. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just a little bit. What are you guys watching? Uh, Better Call Saul is on final. Oh, yeah. I still got to catch up on the prior season. Yeah, Yeah, we're catching up right now. Is it? Where's AMC. where's AMC? They do the Play. best job of anyone. They even took AMC off of a lot of, uh, you know, uh, like Hulu and things like this. You have to really specifically go to – like Find Netflix has AMC. a deal with – they don't release they the, the previous old. seasons. Yeah. yeah, they get it like a right. year later. Yeah. Right. So if you're like, oh, wait a month or two, you have to wait until it's about a month before the new season's about to come yeah. out. Right. Uh, so yeah, I don't, where have we been watching it? Oh, Amazon. They have an AMC through – thing through that oh, i think that makes sense okay is that where I we're watching it daniel took myself to hulu well we're just catching up no, so we're yeah. watching the old seasons on netflix mm. we're like a season That's behind. So good. yeah i'm a season behind also it's one of those shows yeah. that like i love it so much and then you're like why are we a season behind and it's, yeah. and it's because <laughs> of that damn amc app yeah right because you got to like subscribe to that um, it's great yeah, yeah, but it's very good and stuff. It's weird that people were hesitant with Better Call Saul because they're like, I don't know if they're going to do as good as Breaking Bad. They forget that it's it's a muscle. So they're filmmaking that everyone on set is getting better at working together, at doing what they do. So like the cinematography, the staging, the writing it took them a bit to get the the world kind of established. But then whew, once they did like that, that episode where he and Mike are in the desert, this isn't spoiling anything. But they have to kind of like make their way across the desert. I don't know if you're there yet. If you're mm-hmm. watching the most recent season, mm-hmm. whew, it's just nuts. It's so intense, but also like slow and paced. The writing's really good. There's a lot of uh, really great acting. It's so fun to see that. I think for people you who think d- about it for years. Yeah. I think for <laughs> people who may have doubted it, they didn't realize what makes, what made like uh, Breaking Bad great. Uh, is that like the the writers for that show they're they just have fun writing 
Mm-hmm. Like so much of what makes those sh- those shows so good is that like these are people who are really enjoying the process of creating situations and dilemmas and plots that are fun to watch and fun to watch get resolved. And that's not going to change if it's a backstory or the next thing or whatever because it's always going to have that. It's like a it's just a, a ride that's going to be fun to go on. It's not so. Uh, story dependent mm-hmm. yeah it makes sense I only watched the pilot I think that's all that's out of I love that for you the new Vanessa oh yeah I've been wanting to watch that yeah I want to watch episode. that too. I loved it I thought it was but I'm also a huge I love Vanessa Bear I love Molly Shannon uh, Jesse Klein I think is a show yeah. for it. she's hilarious um, but yeah, it's uh, the premise is a, uh, a a gal would love to be the host of like a like a home shopping network network Uh, and and what she does to get the part and it's great i had a lot of fun with it yeah i've been wanting to watch that tony is friends with uh with her and her brother yes yeah known them for a very long time i've known her pre-snl yeah looky there really yeah Yeah. what a seems great great yeah she's great there i yeah her brother used to be well he still will do some music writing as well like a music journalist uh so i knew him uh from my touring days, and then uh, sometimes she would come with him to shows, and it was uh, oh. the, the my favorite thing. And like now, you think back, I was like, well, it kind of ruined her joke. But like back in like two thousand six or something like that, she came with her brother Jonah, hung out at a show, and you know, at that point, she was just like doing uh, comedy in Chicago and that was about it. And so she like brought onto, came onto our tour bus and like gave us a signed headshot and like as a joke, you know, and then now she's huge. Yeah. (laughs) A lot. Exactly. You're going to make fortune off that. (laughs) That's cool. Wait, so you grew up with them? How do you know them? Just through music? Yeah. Just because of her brother, Jonah, uh, he used to work at alternative press magazine. Gotcha. 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 Mm-hmm. And he had interviewed you guys, right? Yeah, we used to do a lot of stuff. Uh, Alternative Press was uh, very nice to us over the years. And so, yeah, we would just be at the office a lot or he would be out on Warp Tour with them and stuff like that. So, yeah. Nice. Um, I'm trying to decide whether to share this disturbing moment that I saw at Disneyland yesterday. But now that I've mentioned it, I think I have to. But I also want to do an iTunes comment of the week. Um. So I'll share this moment because I tweeted about it anyway. So we're at California Adventure and I look over and there's like this group of people, um, like a few adults, some kids. um, And there's this girl. And I think she was like dressed like a princess, which makes it sadder. And she was crying. And like, I think her mom, like a couple women near her, like a few kids. And then this guy who I'm assuming was her dad. And he's like, stop. Stop crying. Stop right now or I'll spank you. You stop right now or I'll take you into the bathroom and spank you. It's not a big deal. Yeesh. She was probably like, did you see her, Daniel, or did you just see any of this? I'm going to guess she was maybe like eight, maybe. I don't know. And. It just like I wanted to fucking kill him. I was I mean, like, what what can I do? But I was so 
full of rage. Like, I, I'm, ugh, I mean, I'm, I'm getting like very worked up even thinking about it. It just made me so, I just, cause like she had tears streaming down her face. Now look, for all I know, she was crying over something dumb. Uh, not that that makes it, not that, that changes it at all. <laughs> anyway, you know, she's still like, it's, so it doesn't change it. It's still awful. She probably was like that. That is part of parenting. Like your kids cry over the most insane shit. Um, I don't know. It's just so it's, uh, I'm not even making sense. It bothers me so much. No. And I think it's super tricky. Doesn't Cause what's great is it's not as crowded anymore. And we've got the genie plus and we've got the thing and think, but there's so, it is such an investment. It is such an investment to go. Mm -hmm. So I, in no way, shape or form, and I defending this behavior, but I do think there is so much money that is spent and there's such a high expectation of the fun that you should be having. Right. And then when that doesn't happen, everybody just flies off the handle. Um, Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. And I mean, oh, yeah. Like the number of times that our kids, Owen actually held it together, but um, the number of of disappointments that happened throughout the day. Yeah, like Disneyland gets so built but, up, there's no way it lives up to it. But just the like... But it's not on the child. The, no, like, absolutely like, not. Children are going to have emotional swings at Disneyland because they are... It's such an intense experience. Like you're, you're getting like a lot of... Sh- you're eating a lot of sugar. You are getting these huge endorphin rushes. So you're going to have... You're going to have big emotions. It's on the adult to be able to handle that and when i hear that kind of parenting when a parent says like oh you you stop crying or i'll you know hit you it's like what it, it, like there i don't you could go oh it, generously you'd be like well maybe 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 the per, the parenting philosophy here is to teach them to toughen up but that's not what it is it's not like these are um, just threatening. These are it's stoics that are trying to get you to like really manage your emotions. It's childishness on the parents' part. You're crying, bothering me, and mm-hmm. I want you to stop. It's like you got, and you know, <sighs> the fact of the matter is, like, you know, w- whether or not the the kids crying is you know uh, something that is justified doesn't matter no i know i i I don't i said that because i'm tired and when i have a thought it comes out my mouth it's neither here nor there um it's that's totally doesn't matter um no i I'm, i'm disturbed by the threat of spanking and i can't stand that that is uh just that whole situation just makes me so enraged <laughs> it's, like, it's like okay the kid's crying it's about so something disturbing. and now what i'm going to do is i'm going to add to that the fear of being hit yeah that's <laughs> going to make them feel better <laughs> it's just tactically stupid as a parent it's just sad yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry for that kid i'm sorry yeah me too you. i'm sorry what's weird is there's defenders of it i mean i tweeted about it most people are like you know upset by it but there are a few defenders of it. And I don't know if they're trolling or if they really are defending it. And I'm sure that there's people who are, we like we talk about spanking now and again on childish. Um and there always are a few people who who will defend it. Um I think if it's what you grew up with and you aren't this is my feeling. Like if if that's how you were raised and you're not in a in a um 
you haven't become critical of your parents, let's just say. So you've um, accepted, or or I don't know what to say, how to put this, but it's like uh, you believe you had good parents. If you've mm-hmm. rationalized, made, if it. you've bridged that cognitive dissonance of like I believe my parents are good but they hit me and you just said well hitting must be good you know that as opposed to like maybe my parents were problematic or they didn't you know what I mean so uh, I would suggest that people who think that I feel like am I getting myself into whatever who fucking cares don't hit your fucking kids fuck you if you're gonna what's a weirder outcome What's a weirder outcome, like people that had loving parents and would go, you know, after years of therapy, I realized all of my problems stem from my parents and their narcissism. And they didn't give me the attention that I need. It turns out I needed a lot of attention. Or someone that's like, you know, my dad, he wasn't always there for me. And if it was Sunday and he had his feet kicked up in the recliner and he was on his eighth or ninth, you know, Miller High Life, and I came in and said something, yeah, I'd get hauled off on. And he raised me right. I love him to death. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like the second thing is so much more common. It's baffling. Yep. Of like, yeah, they raised me right. That dude, this, they did the right thing. Like, what? It How? makes no sense. The other person's like, yeah. my my parents never hit me or they never did this or they never – there's some weird bridge thing that happens where maybe there's some thing about that little girl at Disneyland that she'll probably grow up and be like, yeah, my parents did the best job. And you're like, strangers were horrified by how your parents <laughs> raised you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Someone direct DM her my tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Let her listen to this. And I hope she leaves a nice review. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know. it's, But it's like I think that that kind of parenting is also bolstered by often, um, you know, there's a community around it. There's, you know, there's not always, but I think that uh, there's a church that says that, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child. Like there's all these things that reinforce that idea that this is what we do. I, um, I just yeah. think it's immaturity. I think it's like it's hard to parent, and I'm it not is. saying I'm a great parent, uh, but it's fucking hard. And if you aren't, uh, you know, if you aren't a strong, mature person, uh, kids can wear you the fuck down. Because that dude I mean, in so, the sun all day, kids yelling, yeah. fear of like losing them in the crowd. There's a lot of emotional stuff there. Yeah, and then maybe he goes to his partner and is like, "You're not gonna love this," but I threaten to. Take her in the bathroom and spank her. We all know I wouldn't. I this son got to me. And then yeah. you know, like hopefully it was one of those scenarios. Even still, it's not a great thing to say publicly, but hopefully it was. Oh, just I wish everyone. I hope it was that. I Wouldn't hope it nice? was yeah. just an empty yeah. threat. That'd I be did, so nice. God. I didn't I think about that. that. That's like a half give it that narrative. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> feel like it was that, but maybe it was. But it's and Go ahead. As someone said in a tweet though, why the bathroom? <laughs> like he knew on some level that you he this needed is bad. privacy. You don't yeah, do this in public, right? Yeah. Some shame in that, man. But but what bathroom do you go into? 
Right. Shake this little the, girl in the women's the room and there's a lot bathroom. of moms in there like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, and, and then he's just clubbed to death in a Disneyland bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. You're going to the bathroom and then in, from one of the stalls you just hear some little girl no. just yeah. ah, screaming bloody murder. <laughs> no, you know? no, 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 no. I don't nope. know. I, it's, mm. I don't have a lot That's of That's the best scenario, I think. That he's yeah. just in Club a pool of blood and these women <laughs> step around that, honey. All right, we have a missing child here. <laughs> Let's get the mom on the phone. <laughs> yes. Great. Um, we'll go with that. That's what happened. That's how that ended. <laughs> Tony, can so we share dark. the text that you shared with me? Uh, you'll about have to be Owen. More specific, but probably. About Owen? About your mom. Oh, oh yeah. I don't care. <laughs> okay. So Tony sent me a screen grab of a text that I got to find it. That Tony's mom sent him. Tony didn't even know that his mom listened to the show. So, Ms. Thaxton listens, and it says, let me see if I can find it. This was great. It says, This just have you was heard out, of, if, out of nowhere, by the way. Too. Yeah. <laughs> have you heard if Allison's son pooped yet? I love that. Oh, <laughs> I love that she cares. Um, so, and as I told you, and I'll tell the listeners, yes, he finally pooped. It finally happened the day before we went to Disneyland. I was just like, if this kid doesn't poop today, we were, we're not gonna, going to Disneyland. We were going to have to knock it to Disneyland because there's no way we were going to bring a load that loaded butt to Disneyland. I mean, so, I like thankfully, poop. I think poop works. <laughs> we were like, I was just determined, and so we did all this. You know, we gave him like a laxative, or whatever, and then he. But by the way, that doesn't always work with those kids. They got a, he's like, got an, an iron, iron sphincter. sphincter. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and so I took the iron sphincter out to the backyard, and we were running around. And Allison's like, "Why don't you go for a walk?" Which is, of course, yeah, of course, duh. So I'm like halfway down the block, and then it was just like an airbag deployed, like, <laughs> and, <the diver. laughs> and it's like, oh, here we go. So it totally worked. Um, Smart call. So yeah, if you ever have trouble going walking, I think that was the key. Uh, yeah. So yes, yeah. To answer. Your mom's um, question. Yes. <laughs> yes. And thank it's you big. for wondering. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But congratulations, you guys. Yeah. It's big. big yeah. it's, just, um, it's very stressful. Is that why you went to Disney? I can imagine. Yeah. To celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> to celebrate. <laughs> but there was an article in the New York Times. Uh, I haven't read it. Daniel told me about it. And then I was trying to find it. Uh, I felt I read something about it saying that. Tucker Carlson had like there's these metrics that give you minute by minute information on audience retention during news shows and that it it alleged it says that Tucker Carlson like has access to minute by minute you know audience data <clears throat> so that he knows that if he talks about this the audience is thinking this and if he talks about this this which is why he tailors to- his content to, to what, what plays best, which is why that- he's swung from like, no, Daniel, I didn't read it. So let me explain it, which is why he's swung <laughs> from like at one point, you know, kind of giving, doing a little bit of back and forth to, um, um, uh, to, uh, like white nationalism exclusively. It turns out much. white nationalism is what keeps his audience. Yeah. Riveted. So anyway, what I'm hearing is, People want to know about Owen's bowels. That's what I've taken away from this. Yeah. Seems right. Yeah. You guys, 
This has been a delightful show. I have an iTunes comment of the week. I'm going to hold it till next week, much like my son does. Um, so please get more comments in and then we'll do a couple of them. Leave us a nice comment. Click five stars. My favorite number. Listen to my other podcast, Childish and Upworthy Weekly. Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen. Sign up for Patreon. Patreon. Uh, subscribe to my free newsletter, allisonrosen.substack.com. Renee, where might we find you? Sure. Yeah. Nowhere. Nowhere to be found these days. I'm still on Instagram at Renee Colvert underscore. I'm going to Big Sur this weekend. Ooh, so I'm fun. sure you'll see a lot Whoa, of pictures cool. of sea lions if you wanna if you wanna watch that. Uh, I that's, do. That's basically it. And then everything else behind the scenes these days. So just Instagram. That's all I got. Dave, what about you? Uh, DavidHuntsberger.com. There are links to my latest album, previous albums, um, this thing called Big Nothingness, which I talk a lot about on this show over the course of making it, um, which is on YouTube and Vimeo. I do a podcast called Space Cave, where I interview artists and scientists. And Wendy Molina, who does The Great North and Bob's Burgers, and I do a podcast called um, These Are Those Tapes, with which hopefully will have a new season coming out soon. We're nearly done. And... I have a another animated show that I'm in where this character is going to finally sit in lights, baby. <laughs> um, but I can't disclose the name. No, I'm kidding on that. But I, my friend uh, James Urbaniak, who's in the latest episode of A Better Call Saul, did a full-length audio sort of movie, and I play a part in that. Um, and I will share a link to that somewhere, probably on my website, I guess. But that was really fun to be a part of. So. It, and it, I'm forgetting the name. Anyway, look up James. I'm sure on his Twitter. If you want to listen to a movie, it's a it's a really fun one. Cool, uh, Daniel. What about you? Yeah, uh, you can find me at uh, Daniel Quats Twitter and Instagram. And um, check out Russian Doll season two. My friend, oh yeah, Alex, I need to do that too. Uh, directed it, and it. I haven't had a chance to start it yet because we've been busy. But um, it looks amazing. Um, I liked the first season. Yeah, and he's just like a huge, hugely talented dude. So oh, uh, he's been on that. my show, yes. Alex Bono and Reese Darby. Is that his last name? Oh. Thomas Reese, not Reese Darby. Yeah, Reese yeah, Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. So, so go back and listen to the episode that because they also did documentary now. Yeah, listen to them. Uh, and uh, and Tony Thaxton, what about you? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton, and uh, the Motion City Soundtrack Store starts in i think i said motion city soundtracks uh i think you said soundtrack store (laughs) something (laughs) something weird happened but you know what i meant uh that tour starts in june and goes into july let's hope fingers crossed this time uh so yeah that's getting close get those tickets and uh also yeah so before i leave and then start next week right tony's picks comes right more and Tony's I picks. Think, I think we'll be in person for those. Hopefully, maybe. Uh, we couldn't today because David Huntsberger didn't want to. Apparently, yeah. but <laughs> although also me, also <laughs> me, also my yeah. But also, I was thinking about it. Given our Disneylanding, it's probably smart not to. No, this is all Dave's fault. <laughs> <laughs> this little bit of ribbing, guys, <clears throat> is a farewell appearance. <laughs> Oh no! Thanks, I won't Tony. Have it. I'm sick of you, COVID truthers, bullying the rest of us. That's, that's your me. goddamn that's red hat rallies, me. Tony. That's where it's happening at these tours. They're passing out all this propaganda and all this business. <laughs> he secretly supports Tucker Carlson. That's why he brought him up. Loves him. 
Wait, That's I why he asked me to bring him up. Yeah, you love him. You think he's great. You think he, he made me bring him up. <laughs> to be in this little cabin, huffing into each other's faces. Get your kid to be. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Everyone, thank I mean, thank you so much for being on the show. <laughs> Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 